That's classic. We bring you great laughs and a unique behind-the-scenes look at classic television shows and movies. I'm John Cato. I'm an actor, voiceover artist, and also bring you an amazing insight as a moderator with over 20 years' experience in the television industry. Also, if you want to watch the podcast as it was recorded and see your favorite celebrities, go to youtube.com slash thatsclassictv. It's a lot of fun to actually see them in person. Well, on camera. Enjoy. All right. So today on None Other Than That's Classic, we have uh, Ronnie Shell, uh, the, you know, famous actor from Gomer Pyle, as well as many other, many other uh, productions and variety shows and uh, you name it. Uh, Ronnie's done it. Nightclubs. 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 That's right. Well, like I said, you name it. Ronnie's done it. That's where, that's where it all started, John. You know, yep. I, 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 I always mention that uh, I started in nightclubs, which is true. And uh, that's where I got my uh, uh, experience. I, I worked for 50 years, 5-0 in Las Vegas. Did you know that? Wow. Wow. Well, usually opening for big name singers because in those days they don't do that anymore but in those days you would have a big name singer like uh, you know glenn campbell or somebody like that and they'd always have a comedian to open and i yeah. was premier picked oh for my all gosh. these great guys uh, uh tony bennett uh, carol burnett uh, uh, all the singers the only ones i never worked with were uh, Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, and I didn't want to because I was, I was a little uh, apprehensive about his reputation. <laughs> yeah, the intimidation would be there. I, exactly. I I can understand that totally. Well, I'll tell you what, Ronnie. Today, so what I've done is uh, I've I've reached out to the fans and they of Gomer Pyle, and they have sent in all different questions and. You know, we'll see which ones that you can answer and you can't. But I think before we even get going, by the way, I would love to mention, obviously, your son, Greg, is a very close friend of mine, and he is producing the uh, now Mayberry Man, the series. And, yeah, he's, um, he's doing fantastic. Yeah. Are you excited about uh, possibly being part of this this uh, series? Well, yes, I am. He hasn't come uh, to tell me exactly what I'm going to do, but whatever it is, I will do my best uh it's uh it's based on uh as you know uh mayberry man is based on the andy griffith show mm -hmm. but but not really the show itself but the uh get together that they have every year up in uh, north carolina mm -hmm. and smash hit every year it's a little town uh in north carolina but uh they have like 35,000 people there for four days and they do all this kind of celebrating and uh, uh, Greg uh, co-produced the first Mayberry Man, which is uh, runs about a half hour and it's really good little story. Mm -hmm. It's now on, uh, oh boy, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, yeah. Amazon something. Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's on Amazon yeah. Prime and doing very well. And mm -hmm. now he's, they're going to do a second one. He's co-producing with two other gentlemen. And now they're going to uh, do a second one starting in September. Gotcha. And will, and Ronnie, will you be at Mayberry Days this year? Yes, I go every year. This is going to be my seventh year in a row. And I think uh, I'm one of the few acts left uh -huh. from the original, the original movie. I think 
uh, well, even Karen Knotts, I don't know if she was ever in the Andy Griffith show, but right. But uh, she's she still comes. And this year we're having Ruta Lee, who's a quite an extensive career in acting and uh, very. So we're going to uh, have some fun, and and I've been asked if I would be in one of the scenes at the parade. They have a parade every year. Ah. And I said, yeah, I'd like to. So. Okay, very if cool. I, if my union, if my union okay's it, I'll be there. <laughs> They're always there for you, Ronnie. Oh. Um, so, so I'll tell you what. I, we'll start off with our first question. This Go is ahead. from uh, Catherine, and I won't say their last names, even though a lot of them supplied it, just because I don't know if they want their last name on there. But anyway, <laughs> <Where's> she from? <laughs> yeah, uh, Catherine. You know what? I don't know where Catherine's from. I didn't write down where they were all from. That's all right. But uh, Catherine says, what were your most embarrassing, funniest, and most cherished moments while you filmed Gomer Pyle USMC? Cherish. Well, embarrassing and cherished is, is, <laughs> is, is, does, doesn't go together. <laughs> right. Agreed. My, well, my most well, cherished yeah. moments were uh, when I had the leads, you know, the whole half hour was braced around me, which was not originally designed for the Gomer Pyle show. It was just supposed to be the sergeant and Gomer. And then right. as I snuck my way into the series, they finally started giving me uh, a whole half hour to do my thing. And uh, that, so that's one of the most cherishing. Uh, embarrassing. Hmm. I never was really that embarrassed. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just wanted to have fun and... Uh, and nothing really embarrassed me. Yeah. Okay. That that works for me. Our next question is from Sydney. Um, he says, "Let's say I want to write a book. Yeah. Um, how do I contact you for an interview? <laughs> Thanks in advance. What would he need to go through to get to you? Go to John Cato. <laughs> okay. Don't okay. get it to you, John. All right. That works for me. I can pass it on something. By the way, I wanted to tell you that." Uh, uh, I just got a whole batch of, of uh, new, I, I do this, new yeah. uh, 8x10 photos of the Gomer Pyle show uh, with pictures with me and Sergeant and uh, Carol Burnett and all the guests. And if, if you anybody wants to get some, it's a nominal fee, but uh, I'll be glad to sign, personally sign it. And how you... Uh, uh, I'm writing. Reading. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can get uh, contact for these wonderful photos by uh, contacting on online the real Ronnie Shell on Facebook. That's one of them, and the other way is RonnieShell.com. Okay. So if anybody would like to get some updated pictures that have never before been published, uh, contact you, and you contact. Uh, them and we can work something out okay that sounds great i think i think a lot of people listening to the to the uh podcast are going to be thrilled to hear that well, that's very so. cool yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah i'll put it i'll put it out there and and uh oh. well, they'll, when they hear that i'm sure they'll go to those so i'm glad you mentioned that that's that's huge um here's our next question this is from ron uh when, ron. ron hello ron oh, oh rod okay ron ron yeah not rod okay <laughs> <laughs> when you returned as Corporal Slater, yes. how did you adjust the Duke character? 
did you have a deliberate strategy? Uh, well, from the very beginning of the Gomer Pyle show, they had a strategy of, of my character. You see, the producer, a uh, genius named Aaron Rubin, put Gomer and the sergeant together, and, but they were bigger than life, right? So they needed somebody, a viewer, to represent the people that are watching. Mm -hmm. So I was the normal guy in that trio. And, uh, but, but, but I sneaked a lot of comedy in there that, that Aaron didn't anticipate. And he said, oh, well, well, let's use him. <laughs> that's how I got it. But I was originally just a straight character. And uh, my uh, most treacherous uh, uh, comment would be, oh, come on, Gomer, don't do that. Or Sergeant, I don't know how this happened, you know. I was yeah. representing the viewer, but that seemed to be a success. It was, was for five years. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. And so was it, was that comedy on your part deliberate or was it just kind of organic? It just kind of who organic. you are. I think organic. Yeah. I just would uh, be asked uh, to do things and I do it. But if, if something humorous came up, I would insert it. And for the most part, they, they'd let it happen. Yeah, I oh boy, did they? Um, okay, and then uh, Sheila. Here's Sheila says, "Did you get to keep any props from Gomer Pyle?" I have some. Yeah, I have some uh, scripts, original scripts, hmm. which a lot of people are dying to buy from me, but I haven't let them go yet. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that's probably the only thing. All the uniforms and everything like that were returned because you know I really I wasn't a real marine. <laughs> Right. You, you dressed it. You dressed it well, though. I've had a lot of uh, a lot of fans say that that were in the services say, you know, you represented it so well. Well, I followed I followed uh, the functions of, of, of military because I prior to the Gomer Pyle show, in fact, prior what, about eight years prior, served in the United States Air Force active mm -hmm. duty for four years. Mm -hmm. So I knew military. Uh, I, then later on, I just said, I'm now in the Sissy Marines, where I would uh, work from eight to five and then take off my makeup and go home. Oh, yeah. I did, I, I did, I did adapt uh, the rules from my military experience. That's awesome. We, I've, I've got, as we go along, actually, there's a couple of references from with the Air Force, but I'll go question to question. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure her out. Okay. Um, this is from Yvonne. Um, what was it like acting next to Jim Neighbors? Well, he, Jim was actually like an older brother to me. He was uh, two years older. And uh, uh, I've said this before, but I have to, and, and in the business, this is a tough thing to say, but it's true. Mm -hmm. I never met anyone who had absolutely no enemies other than my wife. God bless her, and mm -hmm. Jim Neighbors. <laughs> he, they were universally loved, and 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 nobody any ever said anything, you know, negative about him. And so it was very easy to work with him. And, and uh, I was, he was always great to me, and gave me a lot of funny things to do. And I, I know I, I had his sense of humor. I mean, he liked my sense of humor. And uh, we also traveled on the road during the off season doing uh, concerts you know jim was a great singer 
Oh, incredible. And uh, so I would go along and open for him, do a half hour. And uh, that went very well. We did that for five years, the whole time. Were you um, and your relationship then off camera? Was it uh, was it like two buddies or what was that like? Yeah, we're, we're like buddies, but uh, uh, but I, I I got married after a while and went went into the marital life and uh, he uh, he didn't get married till much later, but mm -hmm. uh, he uh, he did his own thing. He was quite gotcha. still popular. They'd always have a party and and he would be the recipient of awards and. Uh, things they just they just love him yeah yeah and still do today yeah yeah uh, it's true um okay this is from Teresa. um how did you stop yourself from laughing while you were filming gomer pile and how long was your work day okay our work day was usually from 8 a.m to sex six uh-huh uh, nice uh, i would arrive early and then we go into makeup and then we do the show and uh, or not do the show, but do the filming. And it was a one camera show, you know. Oh, yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yeah, we didn't do three cameras like Lucy and all those other shows. And another show I did, uh, Good Morning World. But uh, uh, it, it, it was pr pretty slow. It'd take a week to do a half hour. Hmm. Wow. And uh, so that's. I hope that answers. That yeah. Well, did you ever, did you, I, I guess the other thing, part she was wondering is, did you ever have an issue where you just couldn't stop laughing, where they had to do take after take? When I do, pers I, I'm down to doing five or six personal appearances a year now. I was just last month, I was in uh, Cincinnati. By the way, yeah. Cincinnati, a great little town. I'd never yeah. worked in Cincinnati before. And uh, I did two concerts there and I got, Two standing ovations, which I'm wow. I was very proud of. Wow! Uh, but uh, my point was that uh, we, sh I show twenty minutes outtakes, which sort of answers your question. Yeah. You see, you see me. You see Sergeant. You see Gomer. You see Kel Burnett. Mm -hmm. Flub their lines, and and usually they laugh or say, "I'm up." That's the standard thing when you're. Like the sergeant would come in, I, I, I tell you right now that I'm up, meaning I have <laughs> the line is. So uh, if you see me in person, you, you'll see all I do. I show these outtakes all do the you, time. Would, when those moments were happening, would it get to be hard to literally keep a straight face and, and yes. maintain? Uh, there's one, I think it was the record. Uh, Frank, not me, Frank did 32 takes. <laughs> on a, which I is in the uh, flubs uh, of of, of a one simple line. I can't remember the exact line, but uh, he ends up saying something like uh, something about uh, uh, an order uh, that he was trying to test me on. Yeah, and uh, he uh, flubbed it 30, 32 times. Then he finally got it right. <laughs> That's a lot of tape. It's on, it's on the camera that I have. Oh, that's the funny. Film that I have. Wow. Wow. So come and see me and I'll let you look at that outtake. Oh, Ronnie, if you're ever in LA, obviously I'm going to go, uh, especially if Greg tells me, you know. Well, John, sure. uh, thank you. I very, very, very seldom work in LA anymore because 
when I first started in the business, mm-hmm. that's where I primarily worked, LA and San Francisco and Vegas. And uh, I just thought, you know, after a while, I'd like to spread it out across the country. And uh, so I don't, I very rarely, well, most of the clubs that I worked in LA are gone. Yeah. There was the Coconut Grove, which was very famous. Yeah. I worked there with the Kingston Trio. And uh, that that was a month recording uh, work. And they uh, they closed. And wow. <laughs> there was a famous club called the Crescendo one, Sunset Boulevard. And I worked there for a month. And they're gone. They're all gone. Wow. Wow. My favorite was a little club on uh, in Hollywood called Cosmo Alley. You, you wouldn't know it, but no. that, that's where I worked with a lot of pre, well, I would, what, how, what would you call them? Uh, stars that late, later came on, usually in jazz. Uh, yeah. People like uh, Maya Angelou, remember Maya Angelou? Oh, of course. Yeah, well, I worked with her. Well, actually, I worked with her in San Francisco too, but I worked with her and uh, this little place called Cosmo Alley. And it was a jazz joint, but they had uh, entertainment. Lenny Bruce owned it. Oh wow! Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Wow. So I don't, I, think, I don't work LA anymore. No, you know what? I think I might have been at one of your last uh, performances. I think it was when you did Yarmy's Army. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I was there, and I, for the life of me, I cannot remember that theater that you were at. But anyway, that was a wonderful night. That was a wonderful. Oh, uh, could have been on. Uh, could have been in. in uh, uh, hmm. Could have like, been in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was. Uh, I did. I did three there, three mm-hmm. years in a row, because uh, I was being loyal to the uh, the army's armies guys who wanted yeah. to uh, do some benefits, and uh, it worked great. No, that was a blast. Are you kidding me? I, I was thrilled to be able to go. Um, okay, here's our next question. This sure. is from Asante. Um, why did Roy Stewart leave? That's the first question. Why did he what? Why did he leave? My fault. <laughs> My fault. Uh, we remained good friends afterwards. But what happened was when I left to do another show called Good Morning World, the third year. Yeah. Uh, my manager, Dick Link, who also managed Jim and uh, Andy Griffith and, and uh, Ken Berry and people like that. Yeah. Uh, well, when I when uh, uh, Good Morning World was not a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, my, my manager said, well, we'll bring you back. And I said, well, where? He said, well, I'll talk to Roy. Exit Roy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I felt very bad, but he was very nice about it. Roy was an exceptional actor. If you want to watch some of those, he, he always did his job well. He, uh, he exit, he, he uh, was, I, I took his place. The I got you. Fourth or fifth year, and uh, but I remained. I made sure that anytime I was doing another show, I would recommend him, and and I did. I did a couple of specials for ABC, and we got him. And and then tragically, he he uh, passed away. Oh, lung cancer. Uh, oh, not wow. lung cancer. Tongue cancer. Oh my gosh. Very sad ending, but uh, he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great. Did um, and the other question part of this is, 
Uh, should Duke have, this is more of a, he, he laughs out loud on this one, by the way, but he says, should Duke have ended up with Luann instead of Gomer? What do you think? <laughs> I should have. <laughs> if, you, if you watch those th- three or four episodes, I was really the, the ideal for her. Yeah, right. she, went, she wouldn't go with a sergeant because he was overbearing. Right. Uh, Gomer was old, really old, overly nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just normal. And uh, she still kicked me out and went with the. She thought, thought she, uh, <laughs> if you see the series, she uh, says, oh, well, uh, Duke, that was my character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like to think of you. And I was preparing for as a brother <laughs> and I was brother <laughs> that's that's where I was with Luann Pooby. <laughs> oh is that funny that's a great she ended, up with, she ended up with him during the last two two series he's still alive oh she Lu, Luann is she live, yeah she lives in um, uh, North Carolina and uh, we've been trying to get her to come and do uh, she had a couple of of shows, uh, concerts mm-hmm. around the country where she always sings off key and everything like that. But, yeah, uh, excellent actress. If you if you see uh, uh, Gunsmoke and those early shows, sure. she, she was on those a lot. No, oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Talk about great another lady. great lady. Yeah, that's another great show too. Um, okay, yeah. this, I never this, miss it. Yeah, exactly. It's still good. You know, yeah. ran forever. Um, Okay. Still running in, out here. Oh, oh yeah, I know. It's still going. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, One o'clock. Yeah. Um, is it Me TV? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. Me TV is oh. a savior for all us old guys. Oh my gosh. I, I, I'll turn up on uh, Happy Days. I did yep. three of those. Oh wow. Uh, I did uh, one uh, Golden Girls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which unfortunately, or I thought for me, uh, during the, in, when I read the script, it, it said that I ended up with uh, B. And I thought, <laughs> oh, come on, I'm too young for her. Guess what? I ended up with B. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, my God. Um, the uh, who, by the way, who did you play on Happy Days? I, I've had Henry Winkler on the show as well. What uh, I just curious. Well, I. Uh, uh, the first two, I was a bomb, uh, bomb. You know, you used to, people used to buy bombs for their house, to, not bombs, but oh, uh, bomb shelters. Bomb shelter, yeah, 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 yeah. Bomb shelters. And then, another time, I was looking for uh, an actor, a Shakespearean actor, and uh, I was a director. And wow. and the third one, I don't remember, but uh, they tell me that I did three. Uh, I was on that, and then I did three emergencies. Remember emergencies? Oh, sure, sure. In fact, one of the, one of the fans wrote in and said, "I I just saw Ronnie on Emergency." That's right. I did. Three. Yeah, and that was fun. Those those guys, those two guys were great. And uh, the well, I did practically everything. I did the uh, not Golden Girls, but the other girls. Uh, I, yeah, go. Uh, shoot, I should know because Greg and I were there working at the time. Um, yeah, you were. Yeah, uh, Golden Golden Palace. No, that's that? the best. No, these uh, uh, they oh, were I... uh, like detectives, three of them. 
Yeah, I can't remember. I can't That's remember. so funny. But you can see them on the, you can see me on there. I played there. They, they did a marathon and I was their coach. Oh my gosh. And then I, I was on, uh, uh, you name it. I probably was on. Oh, you were on so many things. It's, it's incredible. I've looked at, I've looked at your resume. Believe me, it's been a ton. Okay, here we go. Here's another question. Um, Tim sends this in. What was it like working with Barbara Stewart? Special. She was great. She uh, she had a, a, a sad love life. Hmm. Her uh, boyfriend to be dumped her right when we were doing all these shows, and uh, she was quite hurt by that, but. She, she amazed a great uh amazed is that the right amazed amazed she got a lot of credits <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah she's an airplane you remember airplane i do you remember when uh they went to robert stack's house to get him uh-huh and the, and the woman at the her husband her his wife was barbara stewart and the oh, dog no was kept jumping on the kid and she didn't do yeah. anything that was barbara she uh, originally did Gomer on the sixth episode, the first year, and it was called uh, uh, Gomer Pyle and the, uh, I forget what the name they had for her, but she, okay. was a, she had a different name. But then she came back as, uh, as uh, what was her name on the, on the show? I'd have to look it up, to be honest with you. No, I'll, I'll have it in a minute. Yeah. But she... Uh, Bunny. Bunny. Yeah. That's he ended up right. being Bunny for the rest of the five years. And wow. unfortunately, uh, she passed mm -hmm. um, of Alzheimer's disease. Oh, it's such a hard one. She was too young. Too young. Yeah. I always had um, great feelings for her. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's great. I'm really glad that that question came in. Um, Here's our next one. This is from Karen. Um, and it's a general one, but maybe maybe you can add. Uh, did Ronnie enjoy working on the show? Absolutely. Yeah. For several reasons. Number one, it was a, a weekly paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Number two, it was a big hit. Mm -hmm. It was never out of the top 10 in the Nielsen ratings. When yeah. Nielsen ratings were very important in those days. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we were all in a hit and it was hit right to the very end and uh, very enjoyable, very enjoyable. Great, great. Um, this is a, this is one that I received from Holly. Now, Holly is a family member of Frank Sutton's. Her dad was Frank's first cousin. And, okay. and uh, she has a series of questions. So I think we have time, actually. Did Frank ever talk offset about his family back home from Tennessee? Yes. He was very loyal to his family in Tennessee. And, uh, uh, you know, he was Southern, Southern boy. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, but, you know, he talked about the family a lot. And uh, he, uh, he had a lovely wife, Toby, and had three kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had a statue in his hometown of him, but I can't remember, it, it, I think it's in Missouri, uh, 
I've seen the statue. I mean, online. Tennessee or Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. He was proud of that. No, I guess he wasn't because he had passed away. (laughs) Right, right, right. But he would have been, I'm sure. He would have been very proud. Oh, yeah. He died quite young. Yeah. uh, I think 60. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was working, uh, the way I found out, he was working in uh, Shreve, uh, yeah, Shreveport, Louisiana, and he was doing a, uh, a play. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. He was on Broadway and did a Broadway show. And uh, he uh, was in the rehearsal room and he tailed over. But, you know, I hate to say this, but he was class A. He smoked. Tell your relative of his. Mm-hmm. He smoked too much. He smoked like 18 Brazilian cigars every day. Wow. He inhaled. And about 24 cups of black coffee. Continually had coffee with him at all times. So wow. he was really a class A. Uh-huh. Yeah, he I get it. Like, I... He was like the sergeant, you know, up tight. And... Yeah, yeah. Did he, Um. the other question, she asked a couple here. Did his wife, Toby, ever do an actual episode of Gomer Pyle that you no. know? No. Did did he genuinely enjoy his role of Sergeant Carter? Yes, I think if he had his brothers, he would have uh, 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 been more of the character that he played. I mean, he he did a good, but uh, mm-hmm. he always had this feeling that he could do more, and he probably could have. But it was Jim's show, and the producers always aimed toward satisfying. Uh, Jim's woes and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, but sure. Yeah, and answer your question. Yeah, he, because he would say sometimes, "Well, I could have added this to the thing, but I didn't because I wasn't." And he never, he never. Uh, uh, he and Jim got along great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they never fought. Well, I told you, he never. Jim never had any enemies, and uh, and so um, they ended up being friends to his passing wow wow and jim's passing did you uh this is her other question which i'm also i guess in general curious about did everyone genuinely get along on the set yes yeah there were no i'm trying to think that there were some well you, occasionally you'd have people that had tough reputations and they'd they have a little bit of it. Uh, case in point was the guy who played uh, uh, the guy with. Uh, are we off? Are we still on? We're still on. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. Uh, can't think of his name. He, he directed some uh, some of the Gomer piles, but he was he could be a pain in the butt, but he wasn't for us. Hmm. Uh, one of the characters outside of. Uh, the area where Andy Griffith lived, Mayberry. Okay. okay. So no, but sure. generally, I can't think of anybody that didn't uh, didn't get along with. Sounds like sounds good. Yeah. Did did they did all of you think that it would be as successful of a TV show as it was? No. No. We had no idea. And when when we got that first rating, we were. I'm bunched. We get, oh my God, we're number one. Wow. We, we never, uh, we always were the number one show of, on our time slot. 
And <clears throat> even when we went into, you know, after five years, uh, we got canceled, not because of ratings, because Jim wanted to sing more. Right. And so he said, uh, that's, this is the last year of Gomer Pyle. So <clears throat> CBS didn't want to let him go. So they signed him to do the Jim Neighbors Hour, which was a variety show. And they, yeah. brought, they brought me along and they brought uh, uh, Frank mm-hmm. along. And we did two years there. And we were a big hit. We were bigger than, uh, than any CBS variety type show. But the vice president, a new vice president, Freddie Silverman. Oh, famous. Yeah. He said, I don't want any more hick shows on my network. So he thought, I guess Gomer was a hick show. And he took that off. He took off uh, Petticoat Junction. He took off any show that dealt with. Green, uh, I think Green Acres got taken out of there. And same, same year. Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Absolutely. Those yeah. were all cut at the same time. And, and, and I know that we didn't need to be cut because we were number one in our time slot. Wow. That's just crazy. Sad. That, I, really sad. Really sad. Yeah. I just go out and get a job. Yeah. I mean, come on, Ronnie. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, that's life. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I went back okay. on the road. <laughs> All right. This is from Ian. What what was your favorite episode of Gomer Pyle? Well, there were a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, probably my favorite was Duke Slater nightclub comic because I got a chance to get up on stage and do these terrible impressions, which I was never good at. And uh, But I had the whole half hour, and uh, that was probably my favorite. I also did one uh, uh, the first year where... The sergeant ordered Jim to uh, get him some cigars. And uh, on the way to pick up the cigars, I drove him and I said, I got to stop by and see my girlfriend. She's an airline stewardess. And uh, so we went out and uh, the girl, uh, the girl was an actress named Karen Sharp, who ended up marrying in real life a great director. Uh, He directed... uh, a lot of Academy Award stuff. I can't think of it. Anyway, uh, that was one of my favorites because we got on, we got up to the plane, and uh, we saw the sergeant getting out of the car, coming up to uh, to see somebody off, some military gun, and so we hid in the uh, the plane, and we ended up taking a whole weekend. Uh, England, Italy, and France, and got back in time to give the sergeant his, his uh, cigars. That was one. <laughs> That's a great uh, one. A lot of them were fun, but that was one of the fun. Oh, I love that. I love it. Um, another question for me, and was, uh, were, was there any favorite behind the scenes memories or stories that you uh, hold dear? Well, not specifically. Uh, I remember. Uh, a lot of times, Jim and I would stand at attention, you know, because we were always standing at attention. Yeah. And uh, occasionally, this happened a couple of times. At one time, we were standing at attention, and all of a sudden, 
we heard this. <laughs> we didn't know what it was, but we burst out laughing. And we laughed about 12 takes. <laughs> we didn't find out what the noise was. But uh, things like that would happen occasionally. And uh, we, we had so much fun. It was so much fun. Then Jim, Jim, Jim once had the, these birds. And the birds, this one bird loved him. And would, when we were standing at attention, the bird would stand on, on his uh, head. Oh, and no. Him and Jim's head. And poop, poop. <laughs> time. And, of course, then it was, it was no, no doing a scene for the next <laughs> 10 takes. Oh, that's hysterical. What I mean, what yeah, are the I, chances? I, I think I had that on my outtakes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. I love that. Okay. Our next one is from Jeff. Jeff uh, says, well, he wrote a bit here, but he says, I've heard you say before that one of your favorite moments in your career was when you returned to the Gomer Pyle series in 1968. Yeah. How did you find out you were going to go back to that series? Did you find out when you were working on Good Morning World, or was it your future, or was your future uncertain when that series was was not picked up? My future was uncertain, but I had this manager, Dick Link, mm -hmm. who was associate producer of the of the uh, Gomer Pyle show. And uh, early on, I said, "Look, Dick, you got to give me my job back because this." Good morning, World's not going to make it, and, uh, and that. So I knew ahead of time I was going to be. Oh back. wow! Yeah, I. Uh, Good morning, World was sort of ahead of its time. We were opposite uh, Saturday or uh, Tuesday night at the movies when. Uh, oh yeah. When they were just starting, first run movies on NBC and we were CBS, so it got to where. Everybody in America on Tuesday night would say, well, who, who are we going to watch tonight? Ronnie Schell or Cary Grant? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they always beat us in the ratings. So we were sort of doomed to be canceled. But we had fun while we were doing it. We had, well, I had this young lady who was a go-go dancer out of Baltimore. Uh-huh. I think you know who I'm talking about. I know about. who it is, yeah. <laughs> Goldie Hawn. One hand, huh? Goldie Hawn. You're absolutely right. Yeah, she uh, she she was a go to go go dancer, and she came came to L.A. and did one uh, one uh, performance on a special by Andy Griffith. She was just a dancer, and the producers loved her personality and put her in, in the show playing my girlfriend. And the first three weeks, uh, this this is sort of funny. Uh, she was doing her lines and everything, but she. She didn't like to rehearse too much. She thought it would be uh, overdoing it. Yeah. And so after about the third week, I said, Goldie, you got to watch me. I am a star. I've been a star <laughs> for three years and I know what I'm doing. You don't like to rehearse. Well, that's not good. You're never going to make it. <laughs> Just watch me from now on. The end of that year, she won the Academy Award for Cactus Flower. <laughs> right. I found out while working some toilet in Omaha. <laughs> and she never let me forget it. Oh, that's so funny. Did did you stay in touch with her, like, over time? Or? Yes. yes. Uh. Well, we had a, uh, her, her husband, 
I don't know if they ever officially got married, but her, her, I did my first Disney movie uh, starring her husband. Kurt Russell. Yeah. The strongest man in the world. Yeah. I played the referee at the end where he went. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. You were great. No, that was funny as heck. I loved it. Um, I did my parts well. I know that. I don't know why, but it was easy for me. Yeah. Well, my God, you you know what? You know what, Ronnie? I got to, as a side, as a segue, whatever. I got to say, every time I watch you, you look like you're having fun. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I, okay. I think that's, that might've been part of the, the magic is you, you were enjoying it. I think you're right. I, uh, you know, even shows that, that I thought were going to be tough, like the ones with, uh, where I played the mayor, uh, of New York, uh, can't think of his name. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Even I if they were tough, him. you enjoyed them. You, you know this guy. Yeah. NBC. Oh, well. Oh, well. Either way. It, I Yeah, but I can always tell. I could always tell. I've seen you in so many things. I'm like, doggone it. He just enjoys himself. You can yeah. just tell. And that, that translates, you know. Um, I, I would be honest with you, yeah. I okay. And, and it was it was so far ahead of where, where I ever thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because I never planned on being a, a big star. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like to do this in my name, Father. I never planned on being a big star. And the way my career worked out, satisfied. <laughs> yeah. I never did become a big star. But I, I I I got to a level where it was enough that I got my my checks and my money and all the nice uh, recipients of the good reviews and things like that. So I never really had a bad experience in show business. Uh, I originally wanted to be a professional baseball player, um, but uh, that didn't work out. I was great hitter. And uh, I played in college and semi-pro out in Northern California, but I was, you know, when you're, I was shorter then, and believe it or not, I've grown since then. Yeah. And, uh, I would, I was a very great hitter, but slow a foot. Mm-hmm. And if if you can't run, you don't, you're not really going to be short. All the short guys were fast. Right. Right. Well, I never made it as a baseball player, but I had fun. Yeah. Well, hey, we wouldn't be sitting here talking with you about Gomer Pyle if you'd have made it as a baseball player. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful that that worked out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Let's go to our next question, Ronnie. Here we go. This is uh, from David. Did David? you? Okay. Yeah. Did you learn Gomer and Sergeant Carter's impersonations on the fly? Or were you already an impersonator? No, I learned it on the fly and they weren't good. I'll, I'll be honest with you. If you look back, they're complimenting me on some bad impressions. I, I did uh, I did the Jimmy Cagney, Little Dirty Rats, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, Sergeant, move it, move it, move it. But I never really was a good impressionist. G- Gomer, I almost got, but not quite. Go, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, so that was sort of easy, even though it wasn't right on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, once again, you had so much fun with it that the audience enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I did three or four uh, episodes where I did my impressions. And uh, I impressed uh, Gomer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he exactly. thought I was a genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, hence, hence how funny can it be? You know, I love it. Um, so who, uh, do you know who came up with the name uh, Duke Slater? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It turned out that after about the third year, I found out that there was a, uh, a real person named Duke Slater. He was an African-American athlete uh, from the Midwest, and he uh, set some records. Uh, that's all I knew about it. His name was Duke Slater. That's interesting because I know that one, I don't, I'm not sure if it was this gentleman or somebody had written and said that uh, there, there was a wrestler that, that uh, he was curious if it had been named after. So I don't know. I don't know about that, but I know Duke Slater was sort of famous in his, in the Midwest as a uh, Olympic athlete. Interesting. Interesting. Um, This is from Carol. Uh, Did you start your comedy act in the air force? And do you happen to remember my father, Tom Stanley, who went on to be a pilot? Very, very possibly. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I was in uh, the first time after, after I got out of basic training, I was sent to a base where all these guys, I was in the minority, uh, were going to be pilots. So I met all these guys. And so I could have, the name sounds familiar. But, mm-hmm. uh, is he still around? Um, I I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Um, I, 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 top of my, top of my recollection, I believe she had written that he was not, but, um, uh, and where was that, where was that, where all those pilots were? Where, uh, do you... uh, that was a, a base that's no longer there. It was in uh, Sherman, Texas, okay. Sherman Denison, and it was called Perrin Air Force Base, P-E-R-R-I-N. And I was there for about a year until I worked up a nightclub act and got out of KP uh, mm-hmm. so I could do the show, these shows. And, uh, but um, these, all these guys were cadets, would be pilots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you, so you did work up your act then in the Air Force, huh? Yeah, I, uh, well, what happened was I, I emceed a couple of shows in the service club, you know, mm-hmm. at Perrin and, uh, so somebody, I don't know who it was, uh, God bless him, said, listen, the Air Force uh, needs a singer, not a singer, a comedian mm-hmm. to fill in for the intermissions from the United States Air Force dance band hmm. called the Airmen of Notes. And uh, so they hired me to do it. And I stayed on for quite a while doing that. Whenever there's an emission, I would open for them. We were all over the place, Bermuda. Really? It was very, and that band was sensational. Uh, a lot of guys came out of there. The only one I remember that later on was, uh, you remember Tommy Newsom? Oh, of course, Tom, well, I, the Tonight Show. You got it. Yeah. Well, he, was, he was a member of the, uh, the Airmen of Note, and I got to know him pretty well. Wow. So you actually, you actually, not only did they bring you on to, to do the, uh, like MC or whatever, but you got to travel with them all over the, uh, I mean, you went to, wow. 
But uh, I didn't travel with them every time, but uh, every time they were on the road, but every once in a while when they thought it was going to be special, they would call me in. And uh, I, I worked very well with them. Uh, I even remember the uh, guy in charge, Fred Kepner. He was a, a conductor and uh, everything, they'd say, let's get Ronnie. Wow. So I did a number of shows. That, that went on for almost a couple of years. Wow, that's fantastic. I I've love it. I've been very fortunate, I'll be honest with you. you know, uh-huh. I've escaped a lot of KP. <laughs> yeah. And uh, got a lot of out, of, out of doing a lot of hard jobs if I would sing, and not sing, but perform. Right, right. Wow. Could hey, by the way, could you sing or not? Yeah, I can carry a voice. I can carry a tune. Wow, that's uh, fantastic. I, uh, I did a show for four years in Palm Springs called "Don't Leave It All to Your Children." We went to New York. We were off off Broadway for six months, mm. and uh, with a cast of six people. And at the end of the six months, I wanted to leave. I don't know why, but I left. And but the the guy in charge there said, you know, you're the only one that never sings off key. Wow. And that was a, that was a thrill for me. So, yeah, I, I didn't have a great voice, but I did. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a gift. Believe me, I can't carry a tune worth a darn. So I, I respect that. <laughs> um, so uh, this comes from Linda. Uh, Linda says, what was Jim Neighbors like as a friend? Great, very loyal. Uh, I guess it wasn't until probably the last eight years of his life <clears throat> that he came out. Yes, he knew, I remember that. He was gay, and uh, but never, never was overbearing and come on, let's go dance or something like that with me. And, and he, he knew that I knew, and uh, he had a lot of uh, great friends. He had one long affair with uh, Rock Hudson. Very oh, I didn't know that. that. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that he had an affair with Rock Hudson. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Rock would come up and uh, see our shows. I got to tell you, now I'm straight as... Uh, as anybody can be, but Rock was the handsomest man I ever met in my life, and the nicest, wow. nicest guy. But that was a long time love affair with him. Then he finally moved to Hawaii and uh, met uh, a guy who was a uh, ex uh, fireman from Detroit, mm-hmm. and uh, they got married and uh, lived happily ever after. Yeah. Was he, was he, were you always uh, pretty close with, with Jim over the years? Yeah, he knew I knew. Uh, and every once in a while, we'd take, he'd take me aside and say, look at this. You know, I've had more heterosexuals get divorced than, than any homosexual I ever met in my life. And, and, and so he would defend, you know, his, uh, his being. Yeah. But, uh, he was not overbearing and he wasn't, uh, you know, guy on the street saying, hey, Sater. You know, right. Right. 
gotcha. Okay, this is from Ron, uh, another Ron. How was your relationship with Danny Thomas and Sheldon Leonard? I worked on two shows with Danny Thomas. One was, uh, he did a series right after, right after his big series where he played a doctor. And I, uh, I never had much talk with him other than the, the weeks that, that I worked in these in these uh, shows, he, I think he co-produced uh, Gomer Pyle. Uh huh. So he was around during that, and I got along with him good. Sheldon Lender was special. He was really great, great genius of, of comedy, and uh, we had one thing in common: we both smoked cigars. So uh, whenever we were around, a lot. He was now. Let's go have a cigar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, he was also old Hollywood too. I mean, he's Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were you were working in the same studio there, weren't you? Right. Well, we were at uh yeah, we were at the um uh well, I guess it would be uh what Denmark. is it? Yeah, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Well, I had a great history, you know. Um we did uh, uh, we, we, a lot of our shows. We did where they did great movies. Uh, what was the movie? Do not forsake me. Oh my darling, on this our wedding day. I know the song, but for the life of me, I couldn't. Yeah. I can't. Uh, anyway, the Academy Award with Gary Cooper and uh, where these guys were coming to get him. Oh, High Noon. And he did, right, High Noon. Yeah, and, uh, we 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 worked in the same. They did high noon there too. I didn't know that. Yeah, your studio. They did. Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh, one of my favorites. My father. That was like literally his favorite movie. He had a poster on his wall of that movie. One of my yeah. favorites too. Oh I love yeah, it. I love it. Uh, and and the uh, the director is the one who married Karen Sharp. Who played the my girlfriend in that episode I told you about where we had to get the cigars? Yeah, yeah. I should know that. I should know who directed that for the life of me. My brain is just like, yeah, I, I, yeah, oh, I can't think. Know. Of, can't I know what's going on. What is this? Um, <laughs> okay, so here's our next one. This is uh, from Dennis. Dennis says, do you know the actor that played Mr. Schwamp on the Andy Griffith show and Gomer Pyle USMC? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't get to know him until they started featuring him. Uh, and then it was, it was unintentional in the beginning. He was just at, with a crowd and he'd be there and, and then he'd say, was in the last episode. Well, let's call him Mr. Schwamp. And uh, but I I never actually met him or conversed with him, but uh, he was a character. Oh, never that's... had a line. He never had a line. We had people go up to him and say, "Hi, Mr. Schwamp." That's it. Never. Oh, funny, funny. Um, the other one was this was just a general one that was sent is. Fans, I mean, I heard this from multiple fans. They loved your ex, your facial expressions on the show. I, Not, I, was, I was always known for making 
basis. Yeah. That went yeah. back to grammar school or elementary school. Uh, I used to do an act where I said, I'll tell you how I look at it. <laughs> I like that. So I, uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I need to revive that next time. Bring it back. Bring it back. (laughs) So, so was that, you know, going back to uh, deliberate, uh, you know, strategy, however you want to put it, were those facial expressions, were, were those just organically happening or were you, you know? Well, I know I, I was always a show off. Uh, The first time I ever was seen showing off was when I stood on my head in front of the Fox Theater in Richmond, California, and people would come by and throw coins. Oh my gosh. And I was four years old at the time, but I knew smart enough to know, I'm gonna make a little money. <laughs> so, so then I started making faces and do all the crap balls and stuff like that. Wow, that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Who were, you know, um, there, there, well, there's one, there's, okay. There's one other question here, but I have a. I'm curious about this. Who were your idols when you were a child, as far as from a comic standpoint, or, or, or even a dramatic standpoint? Who were the actors that you were like, wow, like you really looked up to? Well, my early favorite was not a comedy actor. My early favorite was Clark Gable. Oh yeah, because he could play a masculine type guy and then cuddle a baby and talk baby talk to her. And I didn't know anybody else, Robert Taylor, all those others. They couldn't do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit me early on. And so I became a Gable fan until, uh, well, till uh, you know, my uh, fun years in high school and stuff like that. Uh, <clears throat> later on, uh, I didn't really have any favorites until, uh, Later, later years, my probably my all-time favorite comedian, and I worked with him for several several years, was Don Rickles. Oh, no kidding, no kidding. What was that like working with Don? I mean, my gosh, I re- I regret I never had the opportunity to see him. He just he just sat back and whatever he said, you went along with, because he said, uh-huh, "You dumb hockey puck, get out of here." Uh, that was his persona but in, in real life he's a, a delightful a golly was he funny he can he take situations i remember one situation where he was uh, working uh, in the sahara lounge yeah and uh, i had a friend uh, tell me that he, he was going to do it this show. Would you like to see Don Rickles? And I said, no. Uh, the guy, the other guy said, yeah. He said, and he's going to make you laugh, but he's going to be tough. And uh, so, okay. Now, just before he was introduced, they brought in this guy with obviously a terrible um, body. Not funny. Yeah, yeah. So in comes Rickles. And he's on for 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And he's putting all these people down, but ignoring this one guy who was, you know, he should have liked that. You know. And so we thought, well, he's going to be nice to this guy. At the end of his bit, he started, he was, uh, they introduced him 
to leave me. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. He walked up the aisle and he stopped by this guy who he ignored the whole time and said, by the way, nobody notices. <laughs> <laughs> Just brought down the house. And including the guy who, who had the problem. Uh, so that, that was Don Rickles. I mean, you can never get away from his comedy. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Um, I had one last question here that wasn't necessarily related to uh, Gomer Pyle, but somebody wrote in and said, were you on Dennis the Menace? No. No, I didn't think you I were. I like have been. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, with Jay North and yeah. Yeah, Jay North. Sure, of course. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. So Ronnie, thanks for being here and doing all the Gomer Pyle My pleasure. Questions. My son says hello. He's a very close friend of yours and uh, you guys are both in the business and you're doing well. Uh, thanks a bunch, Ronnie. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Greg, Greg and I will always be close. All right. Yeah. yeah without a doubt. Hey, I owe it to Greg. That's how I met my wife. So there you go. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You're holding him responsible. <laughs> all right thanks okay, thanks bye. for coming and uh please check us out also on youtube.com slash that's classic tv where you can actually watch and see the celebrities that are on the show thanks again bye-bye